Hi there, I'm glad you found your way to the JR Show podcast. Boy, do I have a special treat for you today. He is a guy that is always fun to chat with. Former professional skateboarder. Always comes loaded with heaps of stories. Will you please help me welcome today's guest, Jordan Felice. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome today's guest, the former professional skateboarder, Jordan <laughs> Felice. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm here. Um, thank you for taking a moment. Always enjoy having you. Dude, I'm just blessed to be here, man. Um, it's really people warm. don't say that. They, uh, they hey, don't? the label made me come is usually the line we get. Oh, so. weird. No. Weird. Um, I have to start with the odd looking green, um, bed sheet behind us. Okay. Um, those are not blood stains. We don't know what spilled on that, but nobody's about to see that because <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna flip to whatever background you want. We want to give. So whenever, um, okay. whenever you and I say something funny over the next hour, okay. um, this is an hour. Well, with songs. <laughs> you're like, she's. You're like, now it's not a blessing to be here. <laughs> but you know, uh, when we share clips of this interview on socials, people are going to see whatever you choose behind us. So, okay. uh, you've been given a massive list. What's the background you would like to have? I'd love to be at the beach. Okay, let's head there. Snap. There we go. Instantly, I'm wow. feeling warmer. I do too. Yeah. I grew up outside of Seattle where it was a two hour drive to get to the Pacific Ocean. Mm. And when you live in Seattle, the Pacific, to go to the ocean, to go to the beach is, yeah. you. if you've never left the Pacific Northwest, you have no clue that where you grew up in Southern California, the sand gets nicer, the water gets bluer. Yeah. It's not cold. And yeah. Well, it in, is. The water's cold. But. The Yeah. Outside of the, you have to drive through where Kurt Cobain was raised in this yeah. tiny little one gas station town where it's so de- pressing and it rains every day and then you get out to the ocean you're like oh that's the pacific ocean but if you've never been to southern california you think that this is incredible and then every seattleite has a memory of going to disneyland Mm. and finally seeing the bluer water and it's like this is heaven (laughs) and you won't agree with this but then i moved to florida and the water and the sand got nicer than southern california oh no i agree okay i actually do agree with you yeah i just think it's weird because the ocean is just different. Mm-hmm. It's it's and I actually like it better. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I do I miss like waves. Yeah, you know? we don't have waves. Y'all don't Gulf. have like yeah. There's not a whole yeah. lot of like actual waves. Yeah, the east coast of Florida so gets though. waves, but yeah. not Southern California waves. Yeah, but the sand isn't as nice on the east coast of Florida. No mm-hmm. offense to our Port St. Lucie and Orlando listeners, but the sand is soft. Is I'll compare it to sugar. Our side of Florida is powdered sugar. Yes. I and agree. the east coast of Florida is grained yeah. sugar. Yep. I'm with so, you. I'm with you on that. It's good. I, I like those analogies, the way they were coming out right Me there. Me too, dude. There's Very a sermon discre- in there somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So we've got the beach behind us. Um, okay. Let's, I want to, I want to just say thank you. It's, it was like meant to happen. Uh, we just went through Christmas and for you to put out Felice Navidad was like, Finally. The guy's last name. Yes, this makes sense. Was it like a you know, joke with the label? Like, hey, guys, my last name's Felice. We got to do this at some point. Well, okay. This has literally been discussed since like three minutes after I signed my name on yeah. like my contract. It was like, so when's the Christmas album right. happening? You know what I mean? 
And um, I haven't put out Christmas music or like done a Christmas tour or anything. And honestly, the main reason why is because I'm Jewish. I <laughs> sorry, go on. <laughs> no, I just I like literally love Christmas so much yeah. that I don't ever want to be gone right. in December. So I kind of told myself when I started touring, I was like, I'm always going to be home from December 1st till the end of December period, you yeah. know? Um, but then, you know, you start get moving more. And then like this past year, it was like, you should do a Christmas record. Yeah. And um, I'm also really like picky about Christmas music. Cause yeah. like the modern day Christmas music, I'm not really a big fan of. I like a lot of like the Bing Crosby. Yeah. And like, and Nat King Cole and even like uh, Matt, like, um, uh, oh my gosh, I'm spacing. Quartz. No, uh, mm. McDonald. Um, oh. Michael, Michael McDonald. Sorry. Oh yeah. Um, like just like like real, real band stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and like live band in a in a room, like tracking, and yeah. so it was kind of cool because we actually got to do that for this record. Right. Like my band got to track with me, and so um yeah, and so then the the big conversation was you know you're gonna do this song right, right. <laughs> and it was like oh no yeah, yeah. but um it's actually turned out really cool yeah like, it's a I, cool different vibe yeah i was kind of pumped because i didn't want to <laughs> i didn't that wanna, song like, gets so overplayed at christmas time that uh, feliciano you know yeah, he's yeah. laughing all the way to the bank yeah but it, like crowder covered it and like people have covered it but it's they all sound the same exactly and it, yes you get tired of that song so mm-hmm. i'm glad you went Girl, a different way. Thank you, dude. I don't thank like you. it, but I'm glad Thanks, you didn't dude. do that. Thank you. I'm glad you don't like it too. It's nice. It's really great to be here. <laughs> That's great. Real quick, you got little ones in the yeah. home, and I'll say I got older teenage daughters where I said, What do you guys want for Christmas? And they're like, ah, I don't care. I have a job, so I can pretty much buy it. I was like, I miss the days of having little kids at Christmas. It was like yeah. one of the greatest. What was something odd on this past year on one of your kids' Christmas wish lists that you can think of that was like, Ugh. My son wanted a knife. <laughs> you guys uh, hunt? Or? No. Oh, no. No. So he's like, what, what's, okay, I, I'm going to be honest. Like when I was a little kid, I like had a collection of like, I loved army stuff, mm. you know? Um, and it was back when, I mean, I'm going to really say my age, but micro machines, remember oh, yeah. micro machines? Stepping like, on one of those. dude. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I was super into that stuff. So I started collecting like, like kind of that whole like army memorabilia mm. kind of thing. So I had knives and I remember my parents kind of being like, why do you want this? Yeah. You know, but I, we were literally walking around uh, the Nashville flea market a couple weeks ago. My mom sets up shop there every once in a while with her business. Mm. And so we're just walking around supporting her. And uh, we walk by this table with all this like Damascus steel, you Mm. know, and my son grabs like, (laughs) (laughs) like a machete, you know what I mean? Size thing. And he's three and I'm like, (gasps) Oh, Like my right. wife and I both like dive over there because I'm like, dude, you're about to literally take your hand off, right. you know. Um, but ever since then, he's been obsessed with with knives, so did, that's what he wanted. And did he now it's kind of freaky. Did he get the? He did. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. 
Yeah. So who where who keeps this? Uh... I, I didn't. Well, it's it's not a real knife. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Not a real one. Not a samurai. No, sword. it's it's a fake. It's a fake one. Okay. But it does have like he's really, he really wanted a sheath. Okay. Like he wants to be able to a shiv maybe or whatever it is. You yeah. Know? Like it's like where you you know you slide it into yeah. a pocket thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he wants to connect it to his belt. See, this is like taking that Ralphie wants a, a BB, BB gun. gun. Yeah. You'll shoot try out. Yeah. Uh, you'll. St- <laughs> yeah, you're gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's That's yeah. Great. It's, <laughs> I love it. I had a my middle child. Uh, she was born in in Nashville, and uh, when we first moved to Florida, she wanted a um a broom. That nice. was the present she wanted. Now my wife can't get any of the kids to do any chores, but yeah, she wanted a broom, and we have video of her opening up just a cheap dollar store broom, and she went nuts yelling out my sweep my sweep and and which is odd because now she just doesn't leave a room doesn't participate in any of the household chores but (laughs) i'd never seen a kid that excited about getting a broom i kind of love it It it's great i mean dude if you can if you can teach them young oh yeah (laughs) my son really got into foil balls from watching peewee's big peewee's playhouse on netflix oh, okay and he's like i want to have a foil ball and that was a great christmas because we just bought foil that was his big present dude praise god dude. Great. praise god man <laughs> uh i've never asked you this question but um because i don't i don't remember you're not a pk are you no okay what was one of the perks of your parents job growing up like my dad worked in a grocery store for 40 years okay boring job hated it that's what he did. And I got to roam the aisles of the grocery store alone at closing time. Yeah. And no kids got to do that, you know? Yeah. Can you think of one for um, you? Yeah, both my parents had pretty cool jobs. My mom sold candles. So that was kind of awesome because our house just always smelled mm. amazing. So I'm still kind of picky with like smells and stuff yeah. now. But my dad worked at this chain out on the West Coast called Long's Drugs. And it's like... um it got bought out by CVS several years ago, but it, it, coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it was yeah. such a cool store and they had like toys and yeah, you know, all kinds of stuff. But, um, growing up, probably the sweetest part about it was that my dad, every day he'd come home from work, he'd bring me, um, like a hot wheels car Oh yeah, because they were so cheap and yeah. he would get even a discount on top of, you know, something being yeah. cheap. So he just bring me one, and every time like a new like when Razor scooters came out, yeah, I had one just because they would come into the store, yeah. you know. So that was pretty. It was pretty. Lit. Do you know that you and Tomlin have similar childhoods? His dad owned a drugstore. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Like half our playlist was raised by drugstore owners. Man. So <laughs> who knew? I don't know what that says. But his was twenty years before you. Okay. Yeah, this was in the sixties. Okay. So, um, no. I don't know when he was born. <laughs> this was in the, this this was in the Lyndon B. Uh, Herbert oh Hoover days. <laughs> World War II had just ended. Okay, and, perfect. Uh, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> That's uh, I'm gonna admit something here to you, Jordan. I have a man crush on David Beckham. Have for yeah. ten years. Uh, one because I'm into soccer, but two, I try to dress. Well, I'm, I'm like a Chris Farley version of David Beckham. Okay. And, um, um, 
And, and so like I follow him on Instagram. I'm like, oh, he's such a great family man. He's with his boys and oh, his daughter and him are on a date. I'm like, Beckham is like the coolest guy on the planet. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a good looking guy and all this stuff. Um, so he's my man crush. That's not changed in 15 years. Do you have one person that you're, you kind of have this, you know, that's, that's a man crush for you. We'll call it respect. Respect. We don't want it to get weird here, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) it got a little weird there. It did. Yeah. It was a little bromance, but I like it. I became an inter Miami fan and my son was there to watch soccer. I was there to try to get tats too, man. Yeah. You got it. You just need to get like some on the hands. I I keep finding that the (laughs) difference between he and I is, is you can't change the fact that somebody's good looking or not good looking. (laughs) So I can do my hair like him. I can dress like him no matter what it is. (laughs) But he's just good looking and I'm not. Oh so I always go up to a line where I'm like, it just falls short. Like my son takes a picture of Cristiano Ronaldo into the barber yeah, and says, make me look like him. And yeah. it never works out. And I'm like, son, you are not from Portugal. Yeah. There's always going to be a place where you can only go yeah. so far. Yeah. Yeah. Can you think of one for you? <sighs> Pro <Man>. skateboarder. <sighs> I mean, probably the closest person is probably ryan tedder i'd probably say one republic yeah 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 and he's just a great songwriter and stuff but outside of that like the only other person that i probably have like a hero in is this guy named candid thovex he's a pro skier okay um but he's not like a good looking dude (laughs) so it's not really a man crush as much as i just love like he's changed a lot of like the free skiing community like and i grew up doing a lot of that so Um, and like his writing is just like insane. Like yeah. it's just mind blowing. So those would be the two people. Would you I would ever say. pursue? Have you ever met Ryan? Not yet. Okay. I say not yet. Cause I really hope someday we oh, can yeah. get to meet. That's good. That means it's a solid man crush. Yeah. You know, Ryan Tedder had a man crush on Toby Mac. I know. Yeah. And Toby knows Ryan. Okay. I, I have not yet to call in that favor yet, right. but yeah. <laughs> Toby can hook you up because I am a huge Nate Bargatze fan, the comedian. Okay. And Toby got me to meet Nate Bargatze. So Toby Dude. is the guy to go through to get one Republic. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. If if I ever come in that situation, I'll be like, yeah. I'll have to text and be like, dude, how can we do this? Right. Except he's so, where does he live? SoCal? Uh, one oh, Ryan? Tyler? Yeah. Okay. So yep. that, the yeah. chances. It's a little, little unless little you've got a slimy. show in Southern California. Just yeah, there. So we did. We played one on Hits Deep, and okay. I low key was like, really hoping he'd show up. But oh yeah, did. it's all good. Because you know Ryan is a DC Talk fan exactly. because he grew up in that era. Yep. So he's, you know, I actually heard a story that he told Toby that he would produce a DC Talk record if they ever did another one. Oh wow. Like, One of the best songwriters in the world, Ryan. Yeah, Tedder. and I'm sitting there thinking, like, you should do it. Yeah, <laughs> Toby's good in his own yeah. right, but I take Ryan Tedder over. Dude, well, I mean, they're both like goats. Oh so yeah. You're like, I can't even imagine what you guys would come up with. Oh yeah, oh, that's great. Okay, um, big spring tour with Matthew West putting. I mean, there's a lot of hits between you and Matthew and one. I know he's like captain songwriter, but you've he had is. a very nice last five years worth of songs that we've played like crazy. So that's well, that's a you, nice dude. little run. Thank you, dude. Um, but do you have a pre-show 
tradition or ritual that some might find odd. Like the example I give is the need to breathe guys. Bear has a breathing problem and they found this wood in South Africa. It's the only thing that solves his, keeps him from having this cough attack. And so pre-show, they have to light up this wood so it can get in his lungs. That's a weird one. But is that real? Yeah, I didn't know <laughs> so you're making. They have that to up. bring that in. Really? Yeah, that that certain wood. So do you have one that uh, obviously is not that odd, but something you yeah. do every time? That's man, it's more of like a headspace thing for me. Mm. Like I've like so I had a lot of vocal issues when I started uh, touring because I just had never sang that much in my life, yeah. um, and so really a lot of vocal coaches call it placement, mm. but. I literally do really weird, loud exercises, but I don't do them. A lot of vocalists do them before they walk on stage. Mm -hmm. I do them right before I walk on stage. Okay. So I have to have my in-ears in and hear my voice through yeah. the microphone, like super loud. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's probably the weirdest yeah. part about it. Is it weird sounds or is it uh, like, I think Matt Marr does like something like he goes, like back yeah. of throat weird yep. stuff yeah exactly it's all that stuff and like different pronunciation of like vowels and stuff yeah like silly sally slit slide <laughs> sideways on saturday yeah and it's like all annoying sounds like nee, nee. you know and you're like oh like but i don't know why it like helps for me to hear it like really loud in yeah. my ears because it makes me feel like it's there. Do you have you to know? get a private room or do you just like no, I swallow actually your do pride? It. What's probably the worst part about it is my entire band. This is like right before walking on stage. So everybody's got their like mixes and stuff. And I'm just backstage just screaming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh gosh. Silly Sally. Jordan, stop. <laughs> That's great. No, usually they're all very sweet. They're like, bro, you sound great, man. Yeah. Like, really? <laughs> really though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, what would your wife say is your worst fault? Like the thing that you need to work on the most if she was grilled privately that she would admit. If you have one. Yeah, Maybe yeah. you don't. No, I, I for sure do. <laughs> um, she would probably just tell me that, like, just like any other dude, that I inherently try to fix things instead of just listening mm. you know yeah that's probably what she would tell me which is very yeah that's very normal yeah like mm. i just i'm like a natural like dude of just what like, is the problem yeah let me so let me let's figure, go let's, fix it let's solve the problem so we can we can move past yeah. it whereas you know 90 percent of the time my wife wants nothing to do with me fixing it she just wants me to be there and listen to her and hear her out and, oh yeah and it's, but it's hard to do that because especially when, and, and we've had this discussion too of like, and I'm sure every married couple has, but it's like, well, tell me that. But if you don't yeah. have a solution, at least let, let me like, that's like, it's like having an itch that you never get to yeah. scratch. Like I, like I'd love to be a part of fixing it, oh, you yeah. know? And my wife is so awesome. Like she's, she totally understands my perspective too. And I understand hers, but I just, I think over I mean we've been married for 10 years and I mean I'm still it's still like when she comes to me and brings something to me I'm always like be quiet <laughs> yeah just be quiet <laughs> just hear her out yeah. and then you can speak like just be quiet yeah so yeah 2022 in your count we'll end on this 2022 in your calendar I use a paper day planner okay most people use a google calendar but 
mean, what is... Paper tape. I, I it's just like the paper tape. It's over there. Do you see it? I know. I love it. It's and nice. That's, 20, that's two years worth right there. Okay. But I can see the week and, you know, things get moved. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm going here and, oh, that got canceled. Yeah. I don't have to go... I it's old school, but it works for me. I I I actually dig it. Yeah, I'm for it. 2022 for you, just sitting right here. What is the thing you're most excited about at some point this year between now and New Year's Eve that you already know is coming? I've kind of got a lot that I'm excited yeah. about. Yeah, it's hard touring, to narrow it down. Touring, eleventh anniversary with your wife. That's a big one too. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean. This year, we didn't get to do our 10-year anniversary like we wanted to. Mm. So we are going to do something actually kind of really cool next year um, to like kind of like re-celebrate, I guess. Um, But also, like, my favorite song that I've ever released is on radio. So that's kind of a big deal. So that's like super fun, and I'm really excited about it. Um, What is this? Yeah, so Jesus, Jesus is Coming Back is like this song that I just am super, super passionate about. And I think it's really timely for where our world is and where the church is and all this stuff. Um, so that's a big one. Um, and touring dude, I'm so excited for touring this year. Um, lots of changes in my camp. Yeah. So it's like kind of stressful, but like kind of exciting too, I guess just like, um, I've had three of like my best friends in my camp have all kind of been, praying for the last two years about if this is like where God is going to keep them. And I mean, one of them is being called into a pastoral position at a church and a couple of others are being called into other things. And so that's kind of exciting. Cause I mean, really they're like some of my closest friends in the world. So mm-hmm. you're excited for them just to see how God uses them and in, in things. And then how he um, fills those voids in like in what I'm doing too. So mm-hmm. It, man, it's it's just, I'm pumped. 2020, I think 2022 is going to be really good for everybody. I think yeah. the last two years have been... Have been awesome. <laughs> they, Some of my favorites. You know, it's weird because like, yeah, it's it's been crazy. 2020 was, was weird. Yeah. But it was also, dude, like, and I know this sounds so bizarre. I mean, because um, I mean, dude, I've literally, like, I've lost family. Mm. Um, I've had family lose jobs, businesses. Um, but somehow everybody in my family is closer, Mm. you know, like we're all closer. We're all healthier. Like, even though we went through like this really crummy situation, like we're all like doing like better as humans, you know, maybe like, oh, you know, you're not making as much money, just stuff that's so insignificant, Mm -hmm. but like us like we're right. better you know yeah like the fat got cut <laughs> and yeah but also yeah. got fed too because yeah. covid you know yeah anything that was surfacy, anything kind of got cooked off and like okay i my faith you gotta worry yes. about your faith bro what's yes. my priorities and everything yes. was like okay let's come into this closer circle of yeah. who i am yeah dude and 2021 has been really difficult too yeah I mean, it's like 2020 was hard because it was just shut down. 2021 still feels like there's still like a little bit of like this shutdown feeling, yeah. but you're trying to get back to normal. So I think 2022, I mean, it's a long way of saying it, but I think it's just going to be a year of getting us back on. Yeah. <laughs> of getting us back on track, man. Yeah. And like, 
seeing some really beautiful things and kind of seeing the fruit of like what we've really been sowing the last two years in our in yeah. ourselves. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, thank you for the time. Uh, awesome things coming for you this year. Tour the new song and uh always enjoy sitting down with you bro thank you so much all right jordan felice he's one of those guys that's like all right i'm working i know i'm working there's a recorder here but he's just like a friend and so every once in a while you forget you're recording to play this on the radio uh he's just a, a chill guy i like him jordan felice hopefully you enjoyed that chat by the way, hitting subscribe on the JR Show podcast will give you the opportunity to be alerted when we've got a new chat uh, that is out. Uh, also, you can follow us on Instagram. We love and appreciate that five-star review, and don't forget to hit subscribe. All right, let's talk next week. She is, I will say this, a legend, and not just because of her incredible voice, which is one of a kind, but she's also this deep well of spiritual wisdom. You will not want to miss this next chat. First got to know Ellie Holcomb because she was on a Need to Breathe album. Yeah, so if you hit subscribe now, you'll be alerted when that chat is ready to go. Until then, thank you for listening. Peace.